Hello everybody and welcome back to the GEA Fan TV Podcast. I hope you're all keeping wonderfully well. My name is Aaron and this is episode 31 with former Down Senior footballer Mark Poland. In this episode we look back of course at Mark's time playing for the Down Seniors of course between the years of 2006 and 2017. We also touch of course on his time with the under 21s. Of course he played a massive part in helping Down to reach the All-Ireland Final that year in 2005. Of course they beat Dublin in the semi-finals of course eventually losing out to Galway in the final we also of course discussed being dropped from the team after his debut in 2006 against Sligo coming back into the team of course for the 2010 season a very famous season of course for down of course a season in which they beat the likes of Kerry and Kildare en route to the All-Ireland final of course narrowly losing out to Cork so we spoke all about that All-Ireland final day against Cork we also spoke of course about that entire season really and what it meant for down to beat the likes of Kerry and Kildare and reach their first All-Ireland final of course in 16 years we also did did of course touch on his club days of course playing for Longstone we touched on down reaching two Ulster finals in 2012 and 2017 as well as of course of touching on the current down senior football team and of course Mark is his predictions of course ahead of the upcoming National League for down and some general predictions in there as well so I do hope you all very much enjoy do leave a like and subscribe if you haven't already and let's get straight into it Okay, so I'm joined here now by former down footballer Mark Poland. Um, I suppose first of all, Mark, I appreciate you jumping on, and um, be good to look back at your time, obviously playing for Down and for Longstone as well. Um, obviously you were a Down senior footballer for quite a long period of time. You played in two Ulster finals, obviously that All Ireland final in in 2010 as well, uh, which we'll we'll get onto without doubt. But I suppose first of all, how's uh, how's life for yourself? Yeah, it's um. Slowly but surely getting back to normal, Aaron, I suppose, um, especially for us up in the north of the island. Um, yeah, it's just um, just grateful to be to be able to get back on the, the pitch, I suppose, coaching the wee ones and that there. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long 14 months as such, but hopefully um, we're coming out the other side of this and yeah, just trying to remain upbeat and you know, positive for what lies ahead. And I'd imagine you're excited enough anyways for GA return. Obviously, National League, I suppose, is in a couple of weeks. And I know obviously across the border, I think they're I think he's are back training now or or something like that anyway. So I'd imagine it's great to great to be back into it anyways. Yeah, it's huge. Um I suppose last year we probably felt the frustrations when down south people go back a wee bit quicker and um sure they're feeling the same seeing us up here um getting back into activity but it's just as i say it's it's brilliant um i had our week nursery group out last saturday morning and um just to see just to see the joy in the faces again uh it's uh it does the, the heart good so um hopefully everybody can follow suit now over the next few weeks and uh fingers crossed that that won't ever ever fall upon us again mm. yeah and i suppose hopefully for I suppose for myself down in Dublin anyway, hopefully soon enough we'll be back to training and back to it as well. Um, hopefully anyway, if all, if all goes well. But I suppose obviously we'll we'll run through your time, obviously with down, I suppose looking at your your time at the under 21s, I suppose right up to the seniors. Um, I suppose who would have been like your, your biggest inspiration, I suppose, even growing up, um, I suppose before you, you started playing Gaelic football, like who would you have looked up to, I suppose, in, in that kind of time period? Um, 
when we were growing up, I suppose we were very, very lucky in that um, we had the, the down teams of 91 and 94 to look up to. Um, from that down team in 91, we had our own club man, Big Ambrose, who is sadly no longer with us. And he would have been the one that um, we all would have looked up to. Um, and you go through the 91 and 94 teams, you know, household names, the forward lines that down had back then too. Like it's, it's really hard to, to pick one player out. But I say just from a, a club point of view, Ambrose was always the one that we would have looked up to. And, you know, we were very, very fortunate to um, be at an age where we, you know, we started playing with our club and having him sort of still involved with this, our Longstone seniors until he passed at the age of 39 and um, the values and um, that he brought to the club. And we were lucky that we, we could carry them on, you know, as we progressed through our careers, especially once we get into um, the county setup and always bringing them values back to the club as well. So um, along with my parents too, you know, they were, they were a huge influence in my own career as well. They um, never would have missed a match. They'd have travelled the length and breadth of Ireland when I was with Down as well. Um, never missed a Down match. And I suppose a good one when my own father left his sister's wedding, missed the meal and the speeches and that to take me to a Down under 14 development squad game somewhere in Louth many moons ago so I think that just shows you that you know the way they, they felt about the game and uh, the things they did for, for me growing up you know um, really really can't thank them enough mm. and I suppose the buzz around down in particular I suppose in, in that 90s period like you mentioned there the All-Ireland in 91 and 94 like what can you remember I suppose from, from those kind of times and what was the general excitement, I suppose, around down? Because obviously back then you didn't have the back door as well. So, you know, in, in 90, obviously you had uh, Tyrone who came through. They made the final. Donegal, of course, Derry, you know, were winning All-Irelands. It seemed like any team who came through Ulster back then went on to win the All-Ireland. So um, what was the, the general excitement like around down uh, at that particular time period? Yeah, I suppose, um, you know, even like I was only maybe six whenever they won in 91, but their memories still that still linger in your head. Um, the first one probably being um, the 91 All-Ireland semi-final. And I just vaguely remember being outside um, the house we lived in at, at the time, waiting on it to come on to the TV, you know, and then obviously the thought of down playing in an All-Ireland final, still remember watching that there, 91 final in a, a friend's grandparents' house as well. And then obviously my first experience or my first trip to Pro Park was 1994 semi-final, final in Downbeat Cork. So um, yeah, it's just um, great memories to have. And who would have knew that I'd end up playing against Cork in the All-Ireland final um, years later as well. So yeah, them them men inspired a generation. There's, there's absolutely no question about it. And, um, and it was probably, uh, it's a hard thing to say that's, you know, that we never ever emulated them. And, you know, in terms of maybe winning an Ulster title or an All-Iron title, getting that sort of monkey off our backs because, you know, people still refer back to those teams. And as, as great as they were back in the day, as I say, they inspired a generation. You know, we wanted to sort of make our own mark and try and, you know, not say forget about the 91 and 94 teams, but, you know, sort of create our own sort of legacy. But um, unfortunately, that wasn't to be. But, yeah, they were an inspiration growing up. And a huge reason why I always wanted to wear the red and black jersey. Mm. 
And I suppose obviously when you made it into the the under twenty ones, then obviously you had that two thousand five season. Um, of course, beating the likes of Dublin and, and getting to an All Ireland final. Like, what was that experience like? Yeah, to be honest with you, it was probably one of the most enjoyable years I've ever had playing football. Um, we come together um, that year, really no expectation on the group at all. But the further we went, the better we played. And obviously, it was um, we played a Cavan team in the Ulster final that year that went to extra time in Clonus, and they had they had maybe five or six players playing for their senior team at the time. I think you had Shawnee Johnson and. Michael Ling, um, I think there was a big fella, Paul Brady did midfield, Anthony Gaynor, centre half back. They had they had fellas playing for the county team, so probably wasn't much expected of us. I think Ambrose might have been the only head in our team that was maybe featuring at the senior team at that stage. And then, as you say, we went on to Navin and we beat Dublin, and then the final was just one of those freak games where um, Galway actually scored more goals and they scored points. Um, Michael Meehan and Shawnee Armstrong both scored a hat trick each. So it's a game that it's a game that will never sort of be forgotten in terms of that there. But it's you know it was very disappointing. But I think that there. That set a lot of us in the way too. You know, a lot of that team went on and played senior football. And I think Paddy O'Rourke, who was a manager at that time, had uh, a big say in us actually doing that because in that time, in that year, our under-21 team would have trained side by side with the seniors. And sometimes you would have been, you know, down with the under-21s and other times you should have been dragged into the senior setup too. So um, you were doing the, the S&C training at the time and Paddy was obviously, you know, telling you what you needed to do to maybe break into the senior squad so there was sort of yes you were an under 21 team but he had an eye on you maybe making the, the steps forward and the years ahead and um, I think that was huge for us back then. Mm. And do you think even that experience as well was something that kind of I suppose we'll get onto 2010 in a moment but do you think that experience in 2005 like I suppose playing in an under 21 all the final beating Dublin in the semis and the whole experience with it do you think that kind of played a part then in, in 2010 and, and that experience kind of drove his on I suppose when, when the time did come? Yeah, like the R24, 2005 team I think it was myself Ambrose was obviously injured Aiden Carr Connor Laverty had made the step up. Um, I'm trying to think Marty Clark was maybe just brought on the Down Miners won the All Ireland 05 and he was catapulted on the under 21 team. So we had that side and then Down had a number under 21 side 2009 who conceded a goal against Cork and the Down seconds. And so those two teams those two teams had a big say on, on the 2010 panel, but there, there's no question about it. It gave us a taste. Um, a lot of us had played under 21 football two years previous to that. So that was, or sorry, one year previous to that. And then we had another year in 2006 as well. So, yeah, there was a huge appetite there um, to, as I say, go on and, and do well in Jersey. And, um, you know, a lot of us, it wasn't for the want of trying, let me tell you anyhow, uh, in terms of wanting to get that success at, uh, at senior level, because we did, we won Ulster and under 21 it was great, but... At the end of the day, um, we lost out in that All-Iron Final and losing All-Iron Finals wasn't a nice thing and isn't a nice thing. And unfortunately, we never ever got to rectify that. Mm. And I suppose like when you when you made your debut then in 2006 and you came into the team against Ligo, I think it was, um, what was uh, what was that experience like? Yeah, it was uh, it was <laughs> it was a tough experience, let me tell you. Um, Down scored four points in that game in Markovic Park. Um, through into the deep end, it was just like 
looking back now, I was like, why or what was I doing there? Because physically <laughs> probably wasn't up to it. And I mean, I think it was actually even O'Hara who ran past me at one stage. They had their tails up. The crowd was paying for our bloods and he hit me an awful rattle. And I was just like, my probie body isn't, isn't fit for this here yet. But um, yeah, we took down, took an awful lot of flag after that game. And that was Paddy O'Rourke's last game in charge as well. So you know, in and around the county a few weeks after that there, it was it was uh say a nasty place to be, but there was some, you know, some bad things said and um with a, a sort of county of down sort of tradition, you know, things weren't great for, for a few weeks after that there. So it was for me it was a it was a baptism of fire, but at the same time it probably thickened the skin for what was ahead for the years ahead too. So um yeah, it was don't get me wrong, it was probably a, um, a, a big thing for me to make me senior debut for down, but obviously not in, the, not in the circumstances that we would have wished for. Yeah, I suppose it definitely was. I suppose thrown into the, the deep end in many ways, I'd say it was definitely some experience, all right. But I suppose you kind of fluctuated in now the team then after that, like what was um, like what was kind of going through your head, I suppose, after after that game? Like, did you ever, was there ever even any doubts that you would come back into the team or did you always believe that at some point when the time came, you'd, you'd, get, you'd get into the team? Um, to be honest with you, I, I didn't know what way it was going to pan out. In and around those years, our club had... We were more or less, we were going very, very well in the, the down leagues. Um, Frank Dawson had taken over and um, we had a very, very group, a good group of players coming through. So we were we were always contesting sort of the latter stages of the championship. And back then, that was my focus. That was my priority. Um, Frank made me captain at 22. And, you know, to be a captain of your club team at 22, especially with the, the players we had at that time, you know, that was my main focus. Um, we unfortunately lost to a Mayo Bridge team in the county final after a replay by a point. And that Mayo Bridge team, they were they were probably dominant down there too, you know. So um went traveling as well. Um, you know, I was still young and I always probably thought that, you know, I was still young enough to hopefully get back into um a down set up again. And then once James took over in twenty ten, I sort of knuckled down and said, Look, I'm twenty-five now and I need to be serious with this. So thankfully from then on till I, till I sort of retired playing from down, I was always there or thereabouts. So um yeah, look great days to look back on. Hmm. And I suppose like would you would there be any advice even you'd give maybe to, to other players maybe who are in a similar situation, I suppose, you know, obviously across the country, I suppose at the moment anyway, with the fact that there's been such limited club activity, it's probably most likely a lot of intercounty teams will stick with a similar panel to what they did the year previous. So would you would you have much advice for for people who are in that situation? Yeah, look, it's it's perseverance, basically. I always sort of say it's like learning your three Um a lot of young club players who are maybe doing very well for the club reckon it's I think it's just maybe a case of I'm gonna go on to a county set up here and I'm gonna walk in and I'm gonna do things that I would do for the club, but you could that couldn't be further from the truth, you know. Um it took me a while adjusting to that level, the speed of the game. Um obviously from being a sort of small player in stature, I had to make up for that in other ways. Um, in terms of, you know, movements and what I did when I got onto the ball, because physically, you know, no point in me trying to compete with bigger men and that there, especially the teams we played around that 2010 team, you know, the carries, Kinders, 
courts, you know. So, yeah, I'd say perseverance, stick at it, you know, because it just doesn't happen. Now, you have your odd one or two exceptional talents who will just walk straight in maybe at 19 or 20 years of age and have an impact like David Clifford and that down in Kerry, but like that, they're few and far between. So I always say that if you have a good base and you've come through sort of minor under 20 teams to just keep sticking at it and eventually your your, your chance will come. And I suppose when your chance does come, you, you got to grasp it and you got to you got to take it with two hands and you got to show the dedication and commitment required to, to get to the top. Mm. And I suppose like looking at that 2010 season, um, like obviously a, a great season in many ways for Down, obviously you didn't reach the ultimate goal, which is obviously winning all Ireland. But I suppose like looking at that 2010 season in general, I was kind of having a look through, I suppose, some of the results a few of the years previous. And obviously in 2009, a defeat to Fermanagh and Wicklow. Um, which which was a bit surprising, I suppose, looking back. Like, so what do you think it was even in 2010 that kind of propelled these on to that year and kind of like where did the motivation come from or, or ultimately how, how, how do you think you's kind of had that season beating the likes of Kerry, Kildare en route eventually to, to Cork in the final? Um, well, I would say there was probably a freshness. Um, James came in, there was a new manager there. Um, I wasn't really sort of involved in the previous regimes, but in 2010, I would say 99% of the best club players in Down had committed to Down that year. We had a very, very strong panel, um, huge panel. And I suppose with Marty Clark coming back from Australia as well, I think he had a whole lot to that, that, that year. There's, there's no question about it. Um, so, yeah, like we've, we had excellent players. I think, you know, when people look back in that final down in Cork, we probably, um, people probably underestimate, you know, down, it was down, Cork was a handy all-iron for Cork, you hear a lot of people saying like, but if they really sort of looked into it went through the down team um, on the down panel um, it was just, there was quality throughout it and there was 34, 35 lads who were really pushing the boat out every night at training and I know that there's a cliche but that actually was true and the further we went on that year the more of a role we get on and you know it, it is it's true in what they say with the qualifiers, you know, that it, you just can't be playing matches. And once we got to Crow Park, then we just we just took it to another level, I think. Um, but we did things in the final that we didn't do in the two previous games. And ultimately, that cost us in the end, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I suppose it's probably very easy for people to to think it was it was handy for Cork. But I suppose they forget maybe the, the Kerry game or the Kildare game or I suppose that fierce battle you had with Tyrone and Ulster as well. And, and looking at that Kerry game in particular, um, like obviously a, a very famous win for Down, like what was the game plan going into the game? And did you always kind of feel that there was the potential for a shock with, with, with Kerry in particular? Obviously they were going in as All-Ireland champions and I suppose were, were massive favourites to, to win the All-Ireland again in 2010. Yeah, they were coming in as champions and... Um... I think, I think Ty Kennelly had went back to Australia at that time and Tomas O'Shea and Paul Galvin were both suspended. So, um, you know, it probably, I'm not say helped us in any way because Kerry still had All-Ireland winners spread across the park. Um, yeah, look, it was just, we we dismantled Sligo, I think, the week or two before that there, um, Breffney and Calvin, and we just carried that on to the game, I think into that game yes we knew we were up against you know Kerry but we just wanted to go out and play play our own football and we did that day and 
you know, if you look at the final scoreline, I think there might only have been six in it in the end, but I think that might have been very favourable towards um, Kerry. Um, I think there was more in that game. They got a penalty near the very end, but they 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 always sort of cry about a goal that was disallowed in the first half, but we had won the exact same little out in the second half too. So, look, I think it was just the fact that it had been a long time since Stone has played in a big championship game in Croke Park and that we wanted to make the most of it. It was my first appearance in Croke Park too, so I always remember getting in with Mark, like, you don't know if you're going to get this chance again, you know, and um, it was just basically getting out and... I actually watched the match back over lockdown there for the first time and the energy and the work rate of our forward line alone was just, you know, you look back and you're like, geez, I didn't realise that we, we forced as many turnovers or we worked as hard, you know, and you know, we say the harder you work, you know, football take care of itself after that. And thankfully that day it did. Mm. Yeah, I watched the game back as well a few days ago and um, yeah, one, one hell of a performance definitely from from yourselves on the day, like especially, I know for myself as a Dublin fan, I always think back to the year previous when Kerry completely dismantled Dublin, I suppose, and um, like even looking at some of the players you were playing with at that time, like you had Benny Coulter in the side and, and a few others, like you mentioned, I mean, what was it like playing with them? Yeah, look, I think um, we James always said to, in conversation, obviously, was involved with in the last couple of years with the Down Miners and he, he just brought it up in conversation one day that you know he had been friendly with Aidan O'Rourke who would have been in with Kieran McGinney in Kildare that time and he just said that they looked through the down forward line that time and there was just like well we man Mark Benny and we've got Marty Clark to worry about Marty Clark <laughs> marked up we've Danny Hughes to think about John Clark. So he said that your forward line, it's just, you know, they were just running out of markers basically. And I think that summed it up, even from defensively too. Like we had super players who who probably never got the recognition, like uh, Dagny Rooney and Connor Garvey and these guys, big dams and full back, Brandy McVeigh and goals, Ambrose and Callum King, probably one of the best midfield partnerships going at that time. It's just unfortunate that Ambrose got injured um, in a club game between the Kerry and Kildare game because. I uh, still maintain that if we had had him that day, we'd, we'd have won the All-Ireland, no question about it. Mm. And ultimately, that, that final against Cork, like what was the like what was running through your head, I suppose, as you're doing the walk around Crow Park, you're, you're coming out for an All-Ireland final, like obviously you weren't even in the panel a year previous, so I'd imagine it was, uh, I suppose, quite, a, quite a, a proud moment in some ways, but... At the same time, I'd imagine it's uh, I'd imagine it's mixed emotions. Probably looking back at it, is it? Yeah, it is. Um, it's it's a game I can't watch back. Um, again, tried to watch it over lockdown last year, and I turned it off after twenty minutes. I think it's something that's going to live for you forever. Like even speaking to a few of the players who've been on that team, the fact that you could beat the, by a point in an All Ireland final, and you see now how hard it is to win one. Let alone get there. So um, yeah, it's. Uh, Along with you know getting beaten the county final and the under twenty one final, I suppose with the county as well, they're they're ones you always look back with you know deep regret, I suppose because you know if we had won the finals we were in, I'd have walked away with a nice collection of medals. But at the same time too, I think that the whole atmosphere that day you'll never ever forget it. It's running out onto the pitch that day. It's like a it's like a night or body experience. Like it's just really really hard to hard to explain to people when they ask you, you know, um, just running alongside your teammates and sort of club mates as well, contesting sort of the biggest game in the GA and um, 
back, as you say, you, you look back with, with fond memories of the run and the experiences and the memories we have. But it's again, at the end of the day, you would, you'd rather have that medal in the back pocket as well. Mm. Yeah, and I, and I suppose I'd, I'd imagine anyway, if you, you've tried your, your best to obviously forget that game, but what do you imagine was kind of the, the biggest difference maybe on the day for, for Cork? And I know they had quite an experienced team maybe kind of coming into that final, but what, what do you reckon yourself? Um, we probably give away a few points at the end of the first half. I remember um, Cork won a free out around the middle of the field and I think one of our defenders might have kicked the ball away and it was brought up and I think Goulding or as Donegal Connor nailed it right before half time and um, we had chances in the second half and we forced the issue that we weren't doing games previous you know so um, it finally caught up on us and I think their experience from the previous year's final two maybe stood to them in the end you know but um, yeah it's uh we probably should have been in at half time that day a wee bit further ahead, you know. So it's uh, it's sick and thinking back, like it's it really is. But um, look, there's nothing we can do about it now. And I suppose you have to be fair to them too. Like they had been about the block an awful long time as well. So um, fair play to them. They get over the line that day, and you can't really you can't really have any any ill feeling towards them. And as I say, they had fellas who had soldiered long and hard too. So we'll give them this one. Yeah, I suppose they kind of were there, thereabouts, I suppose, in 2009. And I know they had another final with Kerry a few years previously as well. I suppose, obviously, uh, you got to an Ulster final as well in, in 2012 um, against Donegal and um, beating Monaghan along the way as well. Um, I suppose another another big occasion for yourself. Yeah, um, the semi-final again, Monaghan, it was one you'll never forget either. I think we were nine or ten down at half time, or maybe I don't know if it was that much. I remember Aidan Kilar scored a penalty right before half time. It was probably one of the worst halves of football we'd ever played. And we came out in the second half and turned uh, it was an eight or nine point deficit over and got into the Ulster final. And again, that Donny Gold team who went on to win the All Ireland, we were with them at half time. I think we may have been a point down or two points down, but then they just took over. Um they took over and they, they blitzed us in the second half. So um, they went on and showed their, their quality by winning the All-Ireland that year. And then obviously winning Ulster a few times after that again. So, um, yeah, it's the uh, same in 2017, I suppose. The sort of same scenario in the Ulster final as well in the game at halftime. And then they end up sort of throwing them away as well. So it was, they're, they're, they're disappointing. They're things you would love to get another crack at. But, um, yeah, like... Losing finals isn't easy, and unfortunately, we lost our first year. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose as well, like Ulster, obviously, it's it's fairly competitive year on year. Like I suppose in the two thousands, you know, Matt around and Monaghan, Donegal came along. Like I suppose it's good in many ways that Ulster is is very competitive because obviously in a lot of other provinces we probably don't see that year on year. But like, what have you made of how competitive it's been? And I suppose how tough was it year on year to let alone win an Ulster, but obviously get the finals and, and be competitive as well. Yeah, like it's like it's the toughest province. Um, I don't think there's any question about that. There, as you say, you beat one team, you're you're met with another good team. There, there is no easy draw in Ulster, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, look. At the end of the day, I think it was always a name to win Ulster. Um, and, you know, people are talking about nowadays about maybe revamping the sort of championship structure to make it, you know, fair, I suppose. But 
still think there'll be that sort of tinge of sadness if the, the Ulster Championship was taken away from us, you know. And um, we haven't won one in a while. And I know what it would mean to the, the fellas there at the minute who who are there and what it would mean if they won one. And I don't think from Anna from a provincial title either. And you can only imagine what it would be to them. And the scenes last year, even though there was no crowds at it, you know, when Calvin turned on a goal over in the final. Um, so look, it is the toughest, there is the toughest problems by mail. There's, there's no question about that. But um, I suppose when you're used to it, you wouldn't have it any other way. And I suppose when you see Cavan winning an Ulster as well, does that even give you confidence that for down, you know, in a few years, maybe at some point, it's not, I suppose, impossible. You know, you, you obviously had that big lead against Cavan, probably should have seen the game out, but obviously Cavan just ha- seemed to continuously keep fighting back. But do you reckon maybe like you're not, I suppose, a million miles away now over the next kind of couple of years? No, I definitely think there's been progress made these last couple of years now. Um, yeah, you can look back to that there. And you, you suppose with the draw during the week there, the face Donegal, it's a home tie. Hopefully we'll have spectators back um, at that stage. But it's, it's a tough draw. But I would look at it in the way that's, you know, down we're eight or nine up against Cavan at halftime last year. And Cavan turned Donegal or come back and turned down over and turned Donegal over in the finals. So... Um, at the end of the day, I wouldn't be getting in and having any fear of of Donny Gall. At the end of the day, if if they want it, if they want it enough, it's there. The opportunity is there. So, um, as I say, they've made a few project progress over the last two years, and hopefully, hopefully that can can continue as well. Mm. And I suppose, like, how, how ultimately would you reflect back on on Downs League and and Championship season? Last year, obviously getting promoted to Division Two, and I suppose you touched on the on the cabin lost there, but obviously you'd be uh, for Mana, I suppose the the week previous. So, how ultimately would you look back at the the down um, kind of league and championship season? Yeah, look, I'd say if people had a sit or asked you at the start of the campaign, they'd have been relegated or promoted back to Division Two. We would, we would have took that there. Um, but looking back, and obviously being in the in the the leading in Cavan. At half time that day, um, you would be disappointed with how that panned out. And obviously, not getting the Ulster final. I think getting to that final would have helped them in a game against Rome. No matter, Donegal, sorry, no matter what way it had it panned out, would have been good for them as well. Um, so it remains to be seen now. Hopefully, hopefully they can uh, hold, hold their own. Division two, they've a tough vote now, there's no question about it. And just with the way the leagues are this year too, like you've only is it three games and unfortunately we don't have a home fixture too, which is uh, disappointing. But um look, there's there's the Mayo game will be a tough open, there's no question about that. But the other two games are definitely winnable. Absolutely. And as I say, hopefully we get the wins in them that'll carry them through to to the championship and, and that big opener against Donegal and Yuri. Mm. And I suppose obviously the, the club scene and down has always been very competitive down the years and I'm, I'm sure you know all about it from your time at Longstone and I suppose like do you reckon even in the next couple of years I suppose if more of the, the Kilku lads and, and some of the other kind of lads within the down club scene kind of commit to the senior team do you reckon then you know that could be I suppose something very important for down as well in the next couple of years to I suppose be competitive in the Ulster Championship League and, and All-Ireland Series? Yeah, definitely. Um, Kilku, um, they've they've dominated down football recently, and they they obviously were so close to winning the All Ireland club as well. So that just shows you the standard it's in down. There's some great young footballers coming through, and as I say, hopefully um, they can commit. And 
Um, we've blooded an awful lot of young players this last couple of years, so we we have saw progress. And there's there's another line hopefully coming behind them there as well. But um, yeah, look at the end of the day, they all need to stick together and you know have that have that want to play, play in, in the red and black and um, say hopefully get that monkey off our backs and get that Ulster title and hopefully move on to bigger and better things from there but um, yeah there's depth there's undoubted quality in trainers there's no question about that so um, it's just about committing and having that dedication to stick at it and hopefully as I say that the, the county will reap the rewards in the years ahead mm. and I suppose looking at your your time with Longstone as well like obviously you were mentioning kind of some of the players earlier that have come through the club and I suppose, like, what, like, what's it been like? I suppose being involved in that club, I suppose, over the past numerous amount of years. Too many to mention. <laughs> um, yeah, look, we're a small, we're a small rural club who punched above our weight for a, an awful long time. Um, we had sort of a big crop of players coming through, maybe in around my age and a few years older. Um, We've had, you know, fellas who've won all our medals, minor medals with Down in 99 and 2005 and obviously went on and represented the, the counties at under 21 and senior level too. So, yeah, we're, we're a proud wee club at Foot of the Morns and, um, yeah, our, um, we're back in Division 2 and Down at the minute. Um, we've been there for two or three years now. So, um, Benny Coulter is actually our club manager. So, Hopefully he'll um, he'll get the club back in the division one in the not so distant future, and hopefully we can get back competing for for senior championships and that too. So um, we've young talent coming through as well, I suppose, and uh, our numbers at underage level have have increased, which is only going to help things too. But um, yeah, look, um, it's definitely we're a great wee club now, and um, definitely punch above our weight down here. Mm. And I suppose, like, what have you made of, I suppose, how competitive it has been in, in, in down football? Like, obviously, Kill Q, I suppose, making that um, All-Ireland Club final. Like, did it surprise you in many ways seeing, like, how successful they've been? Or do you think that, you know, this was always something that was kind of coming that, you know, because the club seeing it in, in down is, is very competitive? Yeah, it is. It's very tough. Yeah, there's there's no question about it. Um, um, you have... You could have said there's there's a lot of teams who, who, who could in any day turn over anybody and when uh, the championship um, you have Burn who another club a great um, tradition as well so um, but Kilku have been the standard bearers over this last number of years and they've been very very consistent there's no question about that and uh, they're the team that everybody has to has to catch up with um they have a brilliant manager in at the minute too who's seemingly taken them to a different level as well so as i say it's just up to the other clubs to, to catch up on them and um yeah but <laughs> there'll be no no easy task can assure you that absolutely yeah well well hopefully anyway we can um we can we can see a good club championship obviously in, in down this year and see ourselves hopefully in the next couple of seasons get up to division one but um yeah look listen mark i appreciate your time jumping on anyways um yeah cheers for coming on all the best thank you Aaron.